Good to see you. Yeah, same way, same way. And I mean, that's how it usually is right now, because welcome to Love Ultra Radio. I am the host. I am the DJ. I am Ja Prince. And that's Ale Sharpton. So welcome to Love Ultra, brother. Um, How you been? Couldn't be better, brother. Thank you for having me on your show, man. It means a lot. I like it. I like it. Now, you have been in the vicinity of entertainment, music, and beer. How did you get in, involved in the world of beer? Uh, I've always, my family is a lineage of chefs, so taste is always a big thing to me, and beer is just amazing to me, uh, for long, long times, decades by this point, uh, how beer can emulate any flavor and pair with any food, and so my gourmand side of me and lineage of chefs, like I said, and just flavors, I think, uh, drinking my favorite beverage with the best food is my thing, so there you go. Ah, pairing the beer with or uh, entrees, appetizers, everything. All of that, all of that, all of that. Salads, whatever you want. But yeah, and um, Atlanta's beer scene was kind of whack after I left Cornell and I moved here to Atlanta. Uh, they were limited to only 6% beer. So I got into the politics of passing the laws and uh, writing about beer, educating our people about beer, and all that came together to form Ale Sharpton. Got into the politics and we passed the law in 2004. And it heightened it to 14%. And just like I thought, it would open the floodgates for real good-ass beer. Not that beer can't be good under 6%, but when I have some variety. You know what I mean? I like it. I like it. And like you said, for each his own, um, because there are some people that only know about wine tasting. And like right. you said, in the early 2000s, late 90s, um, when did we get into, I guess, beer tasting? Is there such thing as a beer tasting versus a wine tasting? Absolutely. Um, we've been tasting beer for a long time. It's just a matter of being educated about what the flavors bring. So, you know, everybody's talking about wine, but beer is before wine. And beer right now and wine, they don't have to be Bloods of Crips and whether although we're not game banging anymore, which is great. But also just the fact that we're two different entities and wine can't own that white tablecloth atmosphere anymore. Beer is here to stay. We got this. So this is what's happening now. And a lot of beer dinners, a lot of beer pairings, and absolutely, that is a thing. I like it. It is a thing. A lot of beer, beer, beer events. Um, a lot of new breweries. So let's be clear. Uh, maybe it was a, a a boys' club back in the days, or maybe it was a lot of money. So what do you think was the transition specifically here in Georgia, the city of Atlanta, that all of a sudden these beer breweries started popping up? Uh, the breweries themselves popped up because of the economic opportunity and people have the chance now to open a brewery where there's less risk involved, where you can have higher gravity beers, higher, uh, ABVs. So that means imperial stouts, that means sours, that means IPAs. So brewers who've been homebrewing for all this time, waiting for this damn moment, uh, have taken advantage of it. But also it's, it's, it's happening because we as black people are seeing ourselves and, and any kind of minorities are seeing ourselves drinking beer now thanks to social media. So that boom is showing that different people can enjoy beer, not just white people, or they say burly guys with big beards and, and flannel shirts. I, 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 it's us. We're seeing us enjoying it, and we're, we're, we're sipping it. Women, all these different ones that were never really catered to back in the day or um, you know, putting commercials out to now, it's like, yo. It's, it's beers for everybody, and that's why it's booming so much, especially in Atlanta, which is one of the most diverse cities, and the black population especially is getting it in on the beer scene. I like it. I like it. And and, and for those who say, again, that we may need some more education. Maybe I was a hard, hard liquor drinker, 
And then now somebody told me about micro beers and then these home home, I guess, recipe beers, you know, that that are very unique to certain communities or certain districts, certain counties. It's like, no, you could only get the beer over there, you know, to kind of help booster that that economy in that region. So what is something else that we really need to be knowledgeable as we're now learning more about consuming beer? We need to be knowledgeable. Great question. Uh, knowledgeable with the fact that beer was invented by black people in Africa. Uh, we have been programmed to think that beer was invented in Europe because that's where you see a lot of those uh, lighter lagers and stuff being promoted to us and those names. You know what I mean? But no, beer was was made thousands of years ago. They just found a microbrewery or a macrobrewery for that matter uh, during archaeology in Egypt. And we had inscriptions and, and on the walls of pyramids. Um, we had black goddesses, Nikasi, uh, Sumerian times. All of that was a way of beer being created. It was like a liquid bread, but became something that would help us. We pay people to build pyramids with beer. That's how deep it goes. So don't be shy to say, hey, I'm a beer person, especially if you're a person of color, because you're just enjoying what we created back historically years ago. I like it. I like it. He's our guest right here. Love Ultra Radio. I only got him for a couple minutes. He's probably about to test out another beer right now. Um, is there a number? How many different beers, if, if you can remember, how many different beers have you tasted, I guess, in your lifetime? Oh, my gosh. <sighs> tasted is a great one, not drank, because then that would be really a crazy situation. It'd be a whole um, different story on another night. Yes. You know what? I, I've never been asked this question, but I would say at least uh, maybe 10,000. Mm. Through my lifetime, 10,000. I like that. I like that. And there's a lot of people going to have that as the the, the, the the trivia question right after this. Um, What makes a beer stand out to you? Now that, again, you're more an aficionado on it. You're a connoisseur. Like, you're a businessman. Um, But what is it about the top beers that you like, what makes them stand out? Um, I'm always in the packaging, the way things look, but that doesn't answer the question fully because it is about the quality of the beer. The key is balance and being true to the style. It doesn't mean you could just throw hops in and make an IPA and call it an IPA. It's more of the balance of the sweet along with the different hop characters that you're using for stouts. It's about, okay, it's gonna be super syrupy and dark and, 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 and sweet, or is it gonna be a different, you gotta be true to the style and within the styles of beer, there's IPAs, there's stouts, there's there's all these lagers, there's all these different styles. So underneath that, the breakdowns to being true to you, are you a smoky stout? Are you having a breakfast stout? Are you having a sweet stout? Are you having, mm. like, it's all different tiers. So it's a matter of landing that style perfectly, but the balance is the key to a great beer. And I'm only drinking beers. My thing now is up to about 7.5%, that little bit of range, about 45 to there. Um, you know, I think when you get more uh, mature with sipping, you're not looking for just the most alcohol and bite to the beer. It's more about actually what the beer will bring as a great sipping experience. I like that. A great sipping experience. And, and, and like you said, there is a level where certain people don't drink responsibly and they're chugging beers. And, and I don't know if that was always glorified as though the beer was great. That's why you're drinking a lot of it. So right. where is that thin line where you know what? I could just have one glass of beer and I'm good. Or do you need the six pack? Where where is that that line for you specifically? 
it's it's a it's a maturation process and it's you actually enjoying it um a lot of beer that was sold to us especially minorities were packed with alcohol so that we get that quick high and the beer's mm. cheap and it's cheap because of the the cheap adjuncts that they're using with it uh with me i'm sipping a beer and i'm happy to have two in a session and then mm. moving on and doing my thing thing so it's really about just really enjoying it having the proper glassware to really you sip it less if you drink it out of a can and it's a big tall can and Whatever, and you're just doing it to chug it, that's not the attitude to go with beer because there's a lot more to the process, and you will get nice if you give beer a chance. I like it. I like it. Ale Sharpton's here with us now. I don't want you to call no names, but what was wrong with the worst beer you've ever tasted? What, what, like, what was just wrong? Like, it was just, ah. It, it was, um... An IPA, when I was really starting to really love that style, India Pale Ales, um, learning how aging makes a difference because of hops. And hops really are, they shine their brightest if it's a hop-forward beer where you get a lot of the bitterness, the citrusness, the citricity of the beer, also the smell, the aroma, and all that ways to enjoy an IPA. And years ago when I had an age, like when I was sitting out and was warm and it was way like it wasn't supposed to be drank in that time frame it was terrible so yeah when i now a master of that style and love ipas i know what a horrible ipa is no matter what from aroma alone it would be like that situation but you know there, there's a lot of bad beers with a lot of great ones too that's all we need to know his name is l shopped and got him for a couple more minutes let us know what you're working on because again i Thank see you. you promoting something or then you're just out there having a good time so what is it, like you said, you were into the business and policy and getting certain things, procedures in place. What are yes. you working on right now? Um, putting people together with the, the connections I have created. My love is getting people connected where they can work with somebody. Be like, oh, you need that? Like even my boys, some of people need a job. I'm like, yo, I got people who are hiring an industry. If that's what you want to go to, they're tired of the corporate America. They want to go into something more lifestyle, which I'm doing. I'm reviewing cars. Um, I'm creating, um, designing beer cans for people on the low, not even telling them about that. Um, I have clothing uh, coming out. I have my own beer, Piano Keys, which I really have to plug because it's helping our people here in Atlanta with some of the funds that are created from it, but also I'm about to go national, but it's a chocolate, vanilla, imperial stout. Now let's talk about hold things. Up, hold up, hold up. Say that yeah. one more time. Chocolate. It's, it's a chocolate imperial Here's the shirt right here, too. I got the shirts uh, popping. Um, but it's a chocolate vanilla imperial stout called Piano Keys. And uh, how do I do this? Yeah. And um, it's a, that's a hoodie. but that, And that's gone crazy, too. But it's really something I did with New Belgium uh, to raise awareness and show that black people can have their name on a can. My name is actually on a can, Ale Sharpen. Nice. And it's also just to help our people. We helped out, though. West Atlanta Watershed Alliance. We've helped out Hey Atlanta, which helps kids learn how to be entrepreneurs. Um, Ale's all about the kids. So we're doing a lot of that. We're also just like this, man, bringing attention to each other. If there's anything you need, hit me up and vice versa. We all got to show we can learn and work together. There's no crab in a bucket ideology here. 
I love it. I love it. There you go. Always positive, even when I see you in passing, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or when you're doing your thing. And and I want to give, uh, give you a, a full salute for that. Again, just always being consistent. Give me one straight sentence with where they can find it and what's coming out. My bad. On Instagram, it's Real Ale Sharpton, R-E-A-L-A-L-E Sharpton. And then on Twitter, it's Ale Sharpton. And uh, please, just look for Piano Keys. Follow that piano key stout on Instagram. You know everything is popping with me from there. We'll go from there. Much love to y'all and keep following this brother and what they're doing, man. Respect. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Before we let anybody move anywhere forward, right here on Love Ultra Radio, we know you like beer. You yes, might sir. like the Atlanta Hawks, and I know you and family is tight. But there's got to be one thing that you love ultra, like like yo, this is the ultimate love of my life. What is it that Ale Sharpton loves ultra? Building with my people. That's it. Right here, this is something I love right here. This is what fuels me and keeps me going. Besides that, family. That's it. That's what it is. Never a wrong answer. Ale Sharpton, go ahead and drink some more beer. We're going to catch you on the next version here on Love Ultra Radio. God bless.